Hi, it's Keller with Freshy Venture. Thanks so much for downloading this podcast. I'm going to be talking about uh, uh, several mistakes that online business owners tend to make when choosing a niche for their business. And I've made some of these same mistakes. So I, I do have personal experience with this. And so if you happen to have any questions uh, after this podcast, go ahead and, and leave them on my blog and I'll be sure to answer them the best I can. So let's dive in here uh, and start talking about what mistakes we often make when choosing a niche. And I'm going to start with uh, the mistake of choosing a, a niche that you have really no interest in. And normally this happens if you're choosing a niche based on its profit potential and not uh, choosing it based off of something you actually have an interest in or a particular talent or skill set that you have. Uh, and, and, you know, it's possible to become successful with this. There are several incredibly successful online marketers that make money off of topics that they don't have much of an interest in. However, these people tend to be either fantastic and phenomenal salespeople or they got in on this whole Internet business thing early on. And so the competition wasn't as fierce and it was kind of easy to just set up a bunch of websites on things they didn't have much interest in because there, there really wasn't anyone to compete with at the time. Uh, but in today's environment online, you know, it, it, there are millions and millions of websites competing for your visitors' attention. And by choosing a niche you have a genuine interest in, you help to reduce the amount of effort it requires from you each day. Uh, you know, every day you're going to have to get up. Well, not every day, you know, maybe Monday through Friday, you're going to have to get up and you're going to have to go to work. And, you know, if you have a blog, you're going to have to write content on that blog, or you're going to have to network with other blogs and leave comments on other blog posts. If you have an e-commerce store, you're going to have to add, you know, new products uh, to your website. Uh, as often as possible and you're gonna have to write you know really good descriptions for your products uh, and you're gonna have to promote your business and if it's you know business uh, based on a topic that you really don't have much interest in or any personal experience in uh, you're gonna find it hard <laughs> marketing it and, and building up the enthusiasm that it's gonna take to really uh, drive it towards success uh, an internet business is just like an offline business in that it requires time, effort, motivation, and determination on your part. And you can help uh, you can help yourself so much with all of those if you choose something that you have an interest in. The next uh, mistake that oftentimes uh, business owners make when choosing a niche is that they they choose not to capitalize on their skills or talents. Uh, so you might have a background in uh, massage therapy, uh, but for whatever reason, you don't want to choose that as your online niche. Um, normally, the reasons why we don't, we we wouldn't choose uh, our personal skills or talent as our niche uh, are, you know, it's a lack of confidence thing. You know, you might think that you're not enough of an expert to build a business around your skills or talent. Or you might think that no one else, uh, you know, has an interest in, in your personal skill or talent. And this all then really comes down to, first of all, you've got to do some keyword research, which I'll talk about uh, in a little bit. You've got to make sure there's a market, of course, uh, for your topic. Uh, but if you have a, a special skill or talent 
uh, even if it's magic or, um, you know, changing car tires or, or makeup, you know, you, you really love doing your makeup every day and you've learned a lot about the proper ways to apply makeup. Um, you know, there's a very good chance that there are a ton of other people in this world who have an interest in that. And by capitalizing on your your skills and talent, what you're bringing to your business is experience uh, and enthusiasm. You know, your passion is going to show through. It's going to show through your content. It's going to show through your marketing efforts, how you talk about your, your company. And so, you know, don't let lack of confidence uh, uh, deter you from choosing to capitalize on your skills or your talents. Uh, the next mistake people often make uh, when choosing a niche is that they think they can't or shouldn't make their hobby a business. I really, really disagree with this idea. Um, you know, the fear often with this is that you're going to end up hating your hobby because you've turned it into work. And and I, I don't really know um, anyone uh, who's who's made a business out of something they enjoy and who ended up not enjoying it. Now, yes, it's of course possible, uh, especially if you know if you have a kind of a rough time getting that business going uh, you know or or in time you might just become bored with the topic and and um, you know this happens my kitchen decor store has been open for three three or four years now oh geez okay not quite sure since 2006 there we go and um, uh, you know, in the beginning, gosh, I was just, my life revolved around that store. I loved every second of working on it. And I chose something that I have a personal interest in, which is home decorating and shopping. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was a, a good niche for me to go into. Uh, but the truth is now, today, I, I don't really have the same interest that I had or the same amount of passion that I had when I first opened it. It's a little bit of a drag at times to deal with, you know, customer service every day or add new products just because it's it's not new anymore. And I have other websites that I've developed since then that, you know, I'm excited about working on. Uh, but it, it hasn't removed my my uh, likeness for shopping. It hasn't destroyed my my interest uh, in, you know, home decorating. So, you know, you might become bored with your business topic over time, but I really wouldn't be afraid of making your hobby your business. The big pro, uh, the big benefit to making your hobby your business is it's going to save you time uh, because it's something that you enjoy and it's probably something that you you have a lot of knowledge and experience with. So it's going to be easy for you to write content about it or to um, market your ideas or or write those product descriptions and it also allows for excellence and when I, I say allows for excellence I mean since you do have a personal interest in it since you have experience and probably a lot of knowledge about your hobby uh, you're going to be able to excel online as someone that that actually has an expertise in this remember there are going to be a lot of competitors online that aren't true competitors of yours because they might be, um, you know, they might have created that that website 
on a topic they don't really have an interest in, you know, <laughs> or they're not really marketing it the way that you are. So there are going to be huge benefits to choosing something that you actually have a lot of experience and knowledge in. Uh, you, you need to have some passion for your business or at least be able to find enjoyment, uh, enjoyment in it. So please, please don't deter yourself from choosing to make your hobby your business. The next mistake uh, online business owners tend to make is they don't choose a profitable niche. Now, when you decide what you want to do online, you know, the, the correct steps that you want to take are, okay, you choose kind of a, a main topic or idea that you want to do, that you want to open a business about. So let's say, for example, that your uh, passion is cooking. So you, you definitely want to do maybe a, a recipe website. Now, that's, that is maybe a niche in itself, but it, it's going to be kind of a large niche and highly competitive niche, right? There are millions of other recipe websites online. So what you want to do to really to choose a profitable niche is you want to try and find uh, a specific uh, target market out of that. So instead of just doing a, a general recipe site, maybe your site's going to be all uh, vegetarian recipes or uh, recipes that children actually will want to eat or recipes that children can cook you know get a little bit more specific and start really targeting a, a specific market oftentimes when online business owners choose their business topic uh, they tend to choose a very general uh, topic and again I made this mistake back in 2005 when I first started uh, my online businesses. I chose to open a store, uh, a home decor store, and I was going to sell anything and everything home decor. Didn't matter what style of home decor people wanted, they would, you know, be able to find it on my store. What I was trying to do was I was trying to be the big dog in an even bigger market. Home decor is a gigantic market with not only millions and millions of competitors online, but millions and millions of competitors offline. And a lot of these competitors are huge name companies. Pottery Barn, for gosh sakes, Home, uh, home Decorators, uh, oh gosh, Linens and Things, Bed Bath & Beyond even. These are all big companies that, that kind of, you know, work in the home decor market. And I found very quickly that, you know, there was just no way I could compete with these big name companies. Uh, and even online, there was no way I could compete. I, I think when I first decided to do home decor, I think there are 34 million websites competing for that keyword term. And, uh, you know, at the time, there's just no way I was going to be able to to make it to the number one. I'm sure, of course, now home decor is even more competitive. But at the time, I, I didn't really have the SEO experience uh, to get to that number one position. And when you decide to compete with that many people, it's going to require uh, more time before it actually becomes successful. And a, a big issue with that kind of, you know, trying to be the big dog in an even bigger market is you're, you really don't have a target market uh, and I'm going to talk about the target your target market a little bit later but 
but it's very important to have a target market and when you're when you're so general uh, you're not really providing a service or product to anyone specifically and that can become a problem profit wise uh, Often the, the the opposite of this would be choosing a niche that has absolutely no demand. So you've you know maybe realized okay I, I don't want to do something overly competitive, so I'm going to choose this very 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 narrow niche. And if you go too narrow with that, you're not going to have enough people who are actually interested in what you have to offer. So your traffic's going to be very limited on your website, and um, you know the 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 growth potential won't be there. So you don't want to go either in either extremes. Uh, and the way that, you know, the, the reason why we tend to make those mistakes uh, are that we don't perform keyword research properly. Uh, I, I didn't do uh, proper keyword research when I opened my home decor store. Uh, I did finally go back and do proper research a year later and I ended up opening Theme Kitchen which has been you know a, a great success for me. Uh, had I done the research properly the first time around I might have opened Theme Kitchen a year earlier. So you know not performing keyword research, not taking the time to do that, that is a huge huge mistake. Also not doing uh, an analysis of your competition is a huge mistake. I, you know, it's not just, it's not enough just to, to go into Google and type in home decor and, and see the number of web pages that are competing for that. Truth is, there are going to be a lot of, you know, a vast majority of those results are going to be websites that aren't actually actively uh, trying to get number one for that keyword and trying to get number one ranking for that keyword. So, you know, it, you might have a lot of uh, web pages competing with you, but the truth is a lot of them might be very easy to bypass. You might be able to, um, you know, get above them in the rankings quite easily. And so lack of competitive analysis is another huge, huge mistake when choosing a profitable niche. Uh, it, you know, market research, that term can sound scary, especially if perhaps you don't have a background in, market, uh, in marketing. Uh, but the truth is it, it's so easy when it comes to online businesses. Google offers a free keyword tool. If you go to google.com and just search for Google Keyword Tool, you can find it. It's absolutely free. You don't have to enter your email address or anything. And you can use that to type in the topics you are interested in and, and determine. It'll actually give you results of, of how many people are searching for that, uh, are using that keyword in their search and it'll give you uh, relevant and related searches, which means that you can really target a niche there that you might not have thought of uh, when thinking about the overall topic of your business. In order to analyze your competition, you wanna go again to Google, type in some of the keywords you, you wanna target for your, you know, your, your company, uh, and don't just look at the number of results, actually click through those websites see how relevant they really are to that keyword term or that business topic, that niche. And you may find that a lot of them aren't that relevant. And so, you know, they might not be real competition. But not choosing a profitable niche is a huge mistake. 
Uh, I guarantee you, okay, you could possibly stumble upon a niche without doing any, any research. It can happen. And I'm sure there are people out there who have been successful um, without keyword research because they happened to stumble on or they were lucky enough to have chosen the right market to go into. But for the most part, if you don't do it now, your business is going to suffer later. And you are going to be beating your head against a wall, wondering why you're not getting any traffic or why the traffic that you are getting isn't actually converting into, you know, customers or uh, leads. So go ahead and take the time and do the keyword research. Do your market research now before you invest your time, money and intention in, in trying to build your website and your online business. Okay, and the last thing I want to talk to you guys about today is uh, the mistake of not understanding who or what your target market is. And this is a very, what I consider to be one of the most interesting mistakes business owners tend to make. Uh, your target market is made up of an audience that has a particular interest in what you have to offer. Now, a common philosophy online is the more traffic you get, the more sales you'll get, or the more traffic uh, comes more comments on your blog or more leads. Uh, this, is, uh, this is true only if the traffic is targeted. Uh, for example, my store Theme Kitchen happens to rank number one for the term kitchen decor in Google. However, that was not a term I, I intended to um, rank number one for because it's not a very targeted keyword term. Kitchen decor, what does that mean? Honestly, what is that person really looking for? They're probably, they probably have something specific in mind, but they're, you know, maybe not, um, used to using a search engine effectively where you know you, you want to type in something as specific as possible to find something really relevant to what you're looking for and so they just type in kitchen decor to see what comes up and you know my store offers several collections but they none of them may be right for this customer so that's not really a targeted term however kitchen decor happens to get uh, much more traffic than any of the other more specific targeted keywords I I actually um, want to rank well for. So there's no problem for me getting being number one for kitchen, kitchen decor. In fact, it's fantastic. It does bring more traffic, but it doesn't necessarily bring more customers. Uh, you know, the more specific terms are what's bringing me customers. When someone types in Apple kitchen decor or apple cookie jar and I you know they find me in the rankings now that's gonna be a targeted customer right there I know that I have something they're specifically looking for and so it's very likely that once they they click through to my page and if the price is right or the quality is right or the looks right they're gonna go ahead and buy my product uh, but let's just imagine someone who wants to find uh, Apple kitchen decor, and, but they type in kitchen decor and they find a website that that's all about kitchen decor, but that website doesn't have uh, Apple kitchen decor on it. 
they're the, the, the not that traffic's almost wasted you know the customer might end up coming back they or they might find something that they like and replace you know their apple kitchen decor with this new theme uh, but that's not a targeted market right there. You really want to make sure that you're bringing people to your site that are likely to purchase from you. A, a, an example I like to use is, uh, let's say you have a, a ski resort and you want to do, and, and so we'll use this offline business example here. So you own an, uh, a ski resort and you want to do some marketing for it. And so you make up a, a ton of flyers for some special you're having this weekend. Now, are you going to go down to the retirement home in your town and pass out all your flyers there? Probably not, right? Because the retirement home probably doesn't have your target market there. So why would you waste time and effort uh, designing those flyers, printing them out, taking them down there and handing them out when the traffic is just not going to convert. It's the same thing with online. You know, so many people think that they've got to target these incredibly general terms. Uh, and it's just not the case. You want to target the specific keyword terms. Uh, you want to make sure that when you're bringing in traffic, it's it's effective traffic. We don't want ineffective traffic. We want traffic that will actually convert into paying customers, leads, referrals, blog readers, yada yada. Right? So let's not waste our time, money, and energy on trying to be the big dog in an even bigger market or uh, trying to target a term that you know, get so much traffic, but it's not really, really targeted toward, you know, our market. So there you have it. What was that? One, two, three, four, five mistakes. Five mistakes that online business owners tend to make when choosing a niche. Now, uh, there are, of course, more mistakes, and I would love to hear, you know, your ideas on that. If, if I missed something, um, if you have some experience with, with some mistakes that you made, maybe, uh, let us know. You know, come by the blog and, and leave your comments on this podcast post. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you have questions, you know, I did talk a lot about um, keyword research and competition analysis, competitive analysis. You know, go ahead and, and leave me your question in the comments section and, you know, I'll try and answer it the best I can. Um, you know, the, the niche... Choosing your niche is probably going to be the first challenging step uh, of your business. But if you do it right, if you do it right, uh, your business should uh, should take off relatively easily. It's still going to require time and effort on your part to actually market it and advertise it and and uh, optimize it for search engine rankings. But it's going to be so much easier for you when you actually get traffic coming into your website, it's going to be so much easier for you to convert that traffic if you have uh, chosen a proper niche, a targeted niche, and you're actually focused on getting targeted traffic to your website. So thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope to uh, see you around my blog soon, 
Again, this is Keller with FreshEventure.com. Thanks so much. Bye.